After conferring with NXT's medical staff, unfortunately, Timothy Thatcher suffered a minor injury while training for tonight's fight pit and will be unable to compete. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had a fight pit that was stolen from us, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent NXT. But we can't play into the hands of these people. With proper rehab, Mr. Thatcher should be back to action soon. As soon as Mr. Thatcher heals, he and Tommaso Ciampa will sort out their differences in the fight pit. We're storming the Capitol Wrestling Center. It's a revolution. We love you. You're very special. We are live. 2021, boys. It's over, finally. Bye. It's over or your COVID is over? Uh, I've no COVID. It couldn't get to me. So that's good. Undeniable. We'll see how that is in a few days, but it was unable <laughs> to beat my mighty strength. I beat COVID. Turns out I have the cure for COVID being me. Come oh, on, was, uh, a million dollars injected straight into your veins. Yeah. Well, look, I had a couple, I had a few, a few bits of money lying around the place. You know, I did a few deals down the laneway, made a bit of money quick. And I got rid of it. So that's good. Nice. Good talk to doc, uh, Dr. Joe Rogan. Dr. Joe Rogan. I, did, I didn't even need the horse medicine. Yeah. Which oh, was well, great. Fair play. That's, that's decent. Well, that's good. Uh, how are you, boys? Ah, yeah. It's good to see the end of this uh, year where we got to live in somewhat isolation again. Way. Hey. And we're heading into another one. Three in a row. Yes. Patrick, boys. Go to the lads. <laughs> Don't say anyone that you can't chase your dreams, lads. That's it. That's it. We can we can get those pubs closing earlier if we just all try as a community. Exactly. <laughs> all requires a little bit of effort. Uh, Ireland has broken its uh, one-day incident rate three times in a week. I haven't checked yeah. today. Probably broke it again today. But uh, yeah, good stuff. The old uh, Omicron per CI8 is uh, it's living large. It looms large over all of us. Mm-hmm. Gonna get a little bit of COVID, Stan. It's okay. Just a little bit of COVID. A little bit of COVID. Um. Yeah. How are you, How was your Christmas? I have left the house once in the last week. My God. <laughs> well, you know, with the Omicron Percy I ate, you don't want to be out there risking your life at all. Like. No. You could be killed. I, I traveled halfway across the country as the Gordo, <gasps> so you know we, we got around. <laughs> traveled halfway across the country. Um. I was close to being a close contact to a close contact if it wasn't for people deciding to step out of the house for five minutes at a time that my father decides to call over to visit them in Carlo. Um, nice. Yeah, that's, I keep it going. My thing of I'm barely avoiding COVID and it's been that way since the start, except for, you know, that time where we totally all ended up with it uh, yeah. <laughs> at the eight, at, at the yeah. eight cancel party. Oh man, yeah, that we that was definitely COVID. We just didn't know at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, very good. Um, we're just uh, I'll tell you how last minute this is. Nikki is is uh, currently as we speak still totting up the results. That's how last minute and how rushed this is. Frantically trying the results together. <laughs> There's no panic. We can start on other ones. Don't worry about it. Stop the count. Um, Stop the count. 
But yes, it is the 2021 Golden Gordos. Gary, are you well, excited for the 2021 Golden Gordos? Yeah, the crowd's going wild by him here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we said we'd get this done. I won't post it until New Year's Day, I'd say. I won't get a chance to do it today. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, or boy, like, depends. Depends on how many people don't make it. See how feel how how uh, see how I'm feeling, but um, yeah, it's just it's uh, if you've if it's it's new ground. No one's ever done it before a review show. Yeah, um, so yeah. madness. Yeah, so we, we invented wrestling podcasts, and now we've invented review shows. Yeah, no one would have ever thought it because nobody's watching wrestling this time of year, and less people are listening to wrestling podcasts this time of year. So, <laughs> got to do something. Uh, yeah, so where will we start? Uh, 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 here's one that's finished. Tag <laughs> team of the year. So we had the top five was Lucha Bros. Just yeah. to, to give Connor how we do this. We each give our top five and then they're ranked based on this. And then we do an aggregate of what's the top score across the overall pod. Steve, mm-hmm. of course, did put answers in for half of them. So, you know, it's across I the overall time. It fits for the most part. Most part. Sorry <laughs> about that, boys. I didn't have time. Uh, but there we have it. So Lucha Bros, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. They shouldn't even have been allowed to be nominated in a tag team. But anyway, uh, Kingston and Moxley. Oh, I would have put them in if I thought of them. <laughs> uh, they're fourth. Young Bucks also should not be included there. They are third. <laughs> uh, and then you have the top two, which is FTR and RK Bro. Boo. That's going to be controversial. And how good of a match would the two of them have? Oh, it's actually tied. It's 15-15. It's yeah. yeah, joint first, RKO that's, and Bro and FTR. That's where it gets controversial. Um, and they could just, have been one and the same if it wasn't for the lads asking for their release. Just throwing they were it out. Teaming. Just throwing it out there. If they were booked a bit better, I think FTR were fucking walking away with this. Yeah. The booker of the year hasn't helped them. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think third place uh, brought them in just to beat them. Yeah, you know, if you read the conspiracy theories on Twitter. I yeah, I didn't even have the books in mine. I thought a lot of their shtick felt very samey, very quick this year. Um yeah, wasn't impressed with them at all. Kings and the Mox were fun, always a good watch. Mm. Um I also had just may as well call out some of the other ones that were in there. Uh, I also included in mine in uh, Imperium and MSK, who I believe Nikki also boo MSK, boo. boo, boo, boo MSK, because they didn't want a thirteen-year-old girl to be taking bumps. How fucking dare they? Well, mm-hmm. that and the fact that they're shite. Oh, 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 And also <laughs> deliverance. My God. And that's brilliant. <laughs> the top goes to. <laughs> uh, oh, that's phenomenal. Anyone want to do I, the next one? I did not if actually have Marky Bro in mind. Like, they're, they're a good comedy act, but, you know, meh as a, as a wrestling tag team. Uh, the other one I had in mind was Usos, because I think they're operating on the, a whole different level mm-hmm. of annual tag team in, in like, the Fed. RK Bro have been the highlight of WWE programming for the better part of the year. Yeah. That doesn't exactly say that they're deserving of an award. Now, obviously, that's award. very, very, that's very, oh, very no. subjective. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> but um, 
No, like I, I just think the Usos have been operating on a whole different level to any other tag team in the Fed. Um, yeah, I just, I just I, I, I'm surprised no one picked uh, New Day, even though obviously they've had a bit of an indifferent year. Mm. Yeah, no, like they automatically they've always play. been they've always been like top of our list every other year. Just this year, it's just just haven't done anything. Like obviously the split from Big E just kind of ruined the whole thing. They've done things as individuals, but as yeah. a tag team, there hasn't been a whole lot to it. I know they've been tag champs or whatever, but. Were they? Oh, they were. I think they they were, were yeah. briefly. Yeah. Did they um, else or anything this year? Oh, no, no, that was last year. Never mind. Sorry, boys. I just had to mute there for a sec, but we should be good to go. Cool. I'm never going to find that when I try to look for it in the recording. So that's staying in. Way. <laughs> um, What's next? We're to, we're to next. Um, how about the video game of the year? And my entry was LOL. Because it was not a banner <laughs> year for video games this year, considering there was two new consoles. Good God. Untitled sports game. I for for my video game, a lot of my video games that came out this year, I got them for Christmas, so I haven't played them yet. Mm. So I was the ones that actually were released this year, I was pretty limited in what I have actually played. So the five I put in are pretty much the five I've played and enjoyed from this year. How is Rocket League and Fall Guys in here? They're because, years old. Because of fits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, well, we can't put, count them. <laughs> I've put in every single game I've played this year. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> all of Fitz's games were not did not come out this year, so that's good. That's why I ended up with LOL Fitz. That's where I went with. So Formula One 2021 has somehow won Game of the Year. Way. Yeah, as I said, Way. it hasn't been a banner game for or a banner year for games. Like, yeah, yeah the game um, industry is dying a death. Don't it fucking is. say that. Jesus, don't fucking say that. Creatively, it is. Um, Lord, creatively, it is. That's a fair. It's just good. Look, it looks like there's good games on the horizon for the next couple of years, but it's just it's that horrible yeah. waiting. And unfortunately, a lot of crowds have gone with the whole, you know, going with remasters and stuff to tread water in the meantime. So that's why it hasn't been a. Yeah. Like as I said, the games that have come out have been good quality and they've been doing good remakes of most of them. <coughs> GTA 5. Yeah, um, oh, God. Or GTA 5, it was San Andreas, I should say, not GTA 5. But, you know, there's... Yeah, with the exception of your usual yearly releases, there wasn't anything standout-ish, really, this uh, year. For me, my favorite Nicky was gave, Hitman 3. I loved yeah, Hitman yeah. 3. Hitman looked very good. I haven't played it, um, but looked very, very good. Um, uh, Halo, if um, I had thought of it, I would have put Halo in. It was quite good. And Deliverance mentions Metroid Dread, which I've heard nothing but great things about. Was was Bomberman not out this year, Steve? The Bomberman no. that you play? Oh, to, oh, possibly. It's 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 see, it's it's actually a game that came out a couple of years ago, and they just made a new online mode and split it off as a new. Re- you could call it a new release, but that was good too. I played a lot of that, um, yeah. but there was nothing what, there that I sat down, I looked at it, and went, "Lol." That was all yeah. I think. Like, one game no. that we had a bit of fun a couple of times we streamed it was uh, Knockout City. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, None of these yeah. came to my mind when I sat down and I was like, games of the year without Googling anything. Nothing yeah. came to my mind. And like, despite as much as I play, like I play FIFA pretty much daily, got into weekend league this weekend for the first time of the year. So I have to fucking play a bit of that. But um, yeah, when I think like games that stood out for me, it was Formula One. The detail in it, the career and everything on it, the story mode, um, just the detail, the tracks and the overall feel of it. I've loved the Formula One games for years, but I thought this year's was just 
absolutely phenomenal. So, yeah. and I also try, speaking of racing games, I'll try and Forza Horizon Five as well, which was mm. I, I'm loving so far. It's kind of the last game I've been playing. Sweet. Uh, anyone want to do movie of the year there? Ooh, I think we have a runaway winner in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose like we'll do the countdown. Um, in fifth place, we had Dune, which I haven't seen yet, but uh, I've heard very good things about. Uh, it, it is, is fantastic. On my, it's on my to-watch list. Apparently, it does it's a very good job. It's on Disney Plus right now. Yes. Oh, it is. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I just have, I haven't had time to watch it yet. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to sitting down. That could be a tomorrow hungover situation. Uh, but yeah, I've heard it does a good job of kind of building the world. Uh, and build the whole kind of universe there to be able to go on and have ex- uh, sequels and stuff like that so mm-hmm. looking forward to getting into that um, nice to see this one get a bit of love in at number four Free Guy there will be better movies that came out this year but if you're talking about movies that you know five ten years from now you're going to be like you know what I have an hour and a half or an hour and forty minutes to kill I'm going to go back and watch an older film this is one of those kind of fun, feel-good films that people will go back and watch again and again. Um, so, Ryan yeah, I mean, good shit. He's fantastic, and it's just a really good film. Um, that's tied, actually, for third. I apologize, I'll correct myself. That's tied for third with a film I probably should have put in myself, but I didn't want to put too much Marvel in there. Uh, Shang-Chi. Mm, very good movie. Um it was really good. I think the main reason I didn't put it down was I was torn between that and Black Widow, and I really loved Black Widow. So I kind of went for that over it. Uh, in second place, uh, the end of Daniel Craig as James Bond, No Time to Die, was my favourite film of the year, but just fantastic start to finish. Really nice way of tying it up. Possibly one of my favourite Bonds ever, which I was saying a lot. Um, the Runaway was there any surprise that this was going to be favourite film of the year Spider-Man No Way Home uh, of the three of us that put it in put down answers for this two of us put it down as our favourite the only holdout on that was me who put Bond um, yeah what a what a film uh, yeah loved it uh, I'll leave ye talk a bit more about that one because I feel I've talked too much can you ever talk? It was good. <laughs> yes, yes, we're, uh, we're we're losing people as we speak. People have stopped listening because of me now. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to go into it without giving spoilers. Is the only thing. So it's gotta just go on. Yeah, it. very good. <clears throat> Avoid it then. I suppose in a phrase, neat little package. Mm. Okay, it's say no more. Of summing it in up. Case people, uh, uh, Marvel have a great way of telling compelling stories in a very simple way. That's, That's probably the best kind of compliment I can give it. Whereas I think, you know, they're often compared to DC movies, rightfully or wrongly, because obviously they're the same genre of film and cartoon. But DC seemed to overcomplicate everything. Now, they had an honorable mention this year, I think, with uh, The Suicide Squad. I thought that was quite a good film. Don't think it made our shortlist in the end, but like Spider-Man... No Way Home is just I think I would have it up there as easily the top three Marvel films of all time it was that good oh, damn. the numbers yeah. could be saying something on that as well I could get there numbers wise um, yeah just very good I would recommend people go watch it um, I think as with all the films that made that list 
there's a couple of other mentions. As I said, I, I myself said Black Widow just because I thought it was just ridiculously good. And uh, I also put down Mortal Kombat. Um, Loki. It was, mm. yeah, really. It, it, it was stupid and over the top to a point where I was bursting myself laughing at it. Nice. I threw in the Suicide Squad as my fifth option. So I enjoyed that very much. Uh, we'll get the other random one out of the way then. TV show of the year. Uh, and it went f- uh, number five, Loki. Number four, Ted Lasso. Number it's three, tied, Hawkeye. Tied second. Tied, tied second. Sec- Overall, tied second. Oh Three-way tie for second. Which was One Division, Hawkeye, and Ted Lasso. My God. And Runaway was Squid Game. Uh, Squid Game, which was absolutely fantastic. Oh, you watched the TV show this year. That's how good it was. <laughs> it had no right know. to be as good as it was. No. Yeah. And the fact that, that it was obviously in foreign language and you'd either watch it and with subtitles are badly dubbed and it still resonated with so many people speaks volumes about it. All you have to say is the word marbles. And you marbles. Break, break, no. break any man. You pricks. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking, you pricks. I still remember but, you turned around uh, to me because I was late watching it. You're like, Gordo, have you seen marbles yet? Have you seen yeah. Marbles yet? Marbles. And I'm pretty sure our Twitch stream that I've, the first time after I watched it, which is on twitch.tv forward slash the AWP, uh, I'm pretty sure the stream started with, by the way, lads, fuck Marbles. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. A phenomenal TV show. And I read earlier today that Netflix are in talks with them for a new series as well. Yes. So that's good. Money, 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 money. Yep, yep, yep. An amazing TV show. I wish Kira had let me watch it in dubs because I was having a lot of fun laughing at it. And she was like, no, I want to watch it properly without the dubs. I was like, but come on, it's really funny. The dub is funny. The dub is so bad, it's funny. Okay, I'm going to watch it back with dubs then. Uh, You had a a highly recommended on this one, though. Uh, Yes, uh, South Park post-COVID. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Post-COVID or their post-COVID return of COVID? Both of them, yeah. That whole, that (laughs) double feature thingy. Um, really, really good. Kenny McCormacron. I don't know why I laugh so much, but I bust myself at that. Um, yeah. Uh, new season of Always Sunny was all right as well. Um, the Irish. I I don't know what they did. They seem to have flown in American actors to play Irish people when they were filming in Ireland, because the accents are fucking terrible. It kind of took me out of it a little bit. I was surprised at them, to be honest. But hey, what can you do? Uh, what is the better. first uh, we, we do need to move on unfortunately uh, what is the first wrestling thing we need to do What do you, where do you want to start I want to talk about shows we have a lot of wrestling to talk about people. Yeah, go, uh, go from the bottom go from the bottom, from the up, bottom up. up so worst pay per view of the year is that one yes yeah. okay Steve, what do you think you, you had some good options here uh, I had uh, nothing for any of them so there's a few of these categories where I had no time I totally forgot to get this done so there's uh, no votes for me on a lot of these but it's fine there's loads of other votes it doesn't make any difference if you remember them yeah yeah it's all good there's enough votes there it didn't make any difference in the end it's all G Uh, so number five worst pay-per-view of the year is Hell in a Cell what happened there there was no finishes in any of the matches yeah ah fantastic (laughs) Uh, AW Revolution. I assume that's Sparklers. the exploding ring. That's, that's yeah. Sparklers, yeah. That's also the fourth worst. Uh, third worst is Fast Lane. So good, Alexa I couldn't Bliss. tell you what was on the show. <laughs> Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton. Ah, uh, 
God. Reigns Debray with Edge as the Special Enforcer was the main event of it, which was quite good, actually, to be fair. Um, um, second worst was Extreme Rules. One match <laughs> yeah. had an Extreme Rule. Yeah. The non-Extreme Rules. And, of course, the winner, perennial winner. I'm assuming it won last year and the year before, too. Survivor Series. The worst pay-per-view. Why is it still here? Why is it still a thing? Fuck Survivor Series. I don't mind Survivor Series as a concept. What they're was doing the, with Survivor Series is the problem. Yeah. It was second yep. worst last year. It was only beaten by Super Showdown. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> was that and the... Oh, no, that wasn't The Fiend in Rollins. It wasn't mind. actually oh. in our... None of us mentioned it for worst pay-per-view of the year the year before. That's the know. NXT one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that'll make sense. That'll make sense as to why. Because NXT uh, makes everything better. They did the stupid thing again this year with the brand supremacy shit right after the draft. Like, you're there two weeks and you're on the Survivor Series team. Who cares? Get Nobody. rid of the brand supremacy stuff. Yeah, just have uh, actual grudges on your own brand. Exactly. Uh, Fitz had the only one that wasn't mentioned, uh, WrestleMania Night 2. Yes, it was the drizzling shits. And as soon as we're going to get to it next, the complete opposite of WrestleMania Night 1. Well, let's go straight to the best pay-per-view of the year, then. Um, I also had nothing. Uh, <laughs> sorry, boys. Oh uh, number five, we had NXT TakeOver 36. Uh, number four, Money in the Bank. Uh, number three, Crown Jewel. Another Saudi show. Getting a high spot here. Uh, number two, we had Full Gear. And number one, we had All Out. Discuss. Um, so just want to clarify, we're saying that the best WWE pay-per-view of the year was their sole Saudi show. Yep. Yeah, because it, it was. Shows. And I don't think anything came close to it. If like Roman versus Brock was fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Big E against Drew was really solid. Uh, Becky, Sasha and Bianca had a triple threat match, which was ridiculously good. Um what else was there? I think the only match that made you go, ah, oh, shit, really, was the Queen's Crown Tournament, which basically that whole tournament mm. was shite. And actually, I'm kind of upset I didn't think of that for like one of my worst of the years. Um, RK Bro against Riddle and Omas was actually kept short, thankfully. And I had Matt Riddle on a camel. And yeah, the, oh, the, yeah. Highlight, <laughs> the highlight was probably the opener, the 27 or 28 minute uh, cage or cell match between Edge and Seth Rollins, which is mm. one of the best matches WWE has put on in probably the last six or seven years. So, I wonder, does it make the match of the year scenario? Possibly it might. Um, and also, obviously, had the King of the Ring tournament, uh, the King Woods moment, which, you know, huge day for the parish. So yeah, it's mad that that's, you know, the best WWE pay per view of the year. Yeah. Where to next? I wonder. Then, uh, back to Saudi. <laughs> back to Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably due back there actually, but just after, before or after Mania, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Romania. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say on pay per views before I move on? I think no. All Out has to be classified as not just the best pay per view of the year, but in contendership for the best pay per view of the last decade. Even though it had Paul White against QT Marshall. Everyone yeah. well, that was the piss break. Yeah, exactly. It was the piss break. I, missed the, I still haven't seen that match. I missed the whole thing. It was, it, was, it was an absolute... Oh, yeah. Did you watch that here? No. Oh, did you not watch that here? 
I think Fitz watched it there. Was it some, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, it could have been, actually, yeah. Oh, it was. It was for the festivities of a certain someone's 30th. Oh, yes. Yes. Ah, good stuff. Um, yeah, I'd say Breakout Star next. Breakout Star, okay. The Breakout Star. But, but, but before we go we go into Breakout Star, dear, do you want to see what we picked for ones to watch from last year to compare to it? Do. Do. Controversial. So our ones to watch that we picked last year was in <laughs> third tight, uh, uh, tight third place, Rhea Ripley, Giant Gonzalez, and K- Cross. Uh, oh, wow. wow. In second place, Keith Lee. <laughs> and in first place, Will Hobbs. I'm going to throw wow. it out there. One person who actually had quite a good year who got hinted at was uh, one that Steve put in his last year. He mentioned Top Flight. Hmm. So that's mm-hmm. but the only one who hinted at someone who actually could probably count as a breakout star this year. Um, Big Mama Cool, I think, had a great year. NXT Women's Champ, dominant across the brand. Yeah, actually, to be fair. Um, Rhea Ripley had a tag team with Nikki Cross, which was arguably the worst tag team of the year. Uh, no. Tell me I'm wrong. That Tell me a lie. Been, there has to have been worse. There has to have okay, been worse. Okay, sorry. Uh, Penelope uh, Ford uh, and the bunny. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and also see Young Bucks and Lucha Bros. Ah, eat shit. I was muted. Shit, I was there bashing the Lucha Bros the whole time. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, Lucha Bros are the worst tag team of the year. I got your back. Thanks, Gordo. <laughs> Uh, okay, so breakout star of the year we'll go for. So number five, well, to join fourth, we had Daniel Garcia and Carmelo Hayes. Um, then we had Dante Martin. And then I'm very surprised, very surprised at this result. Braun Breaker only finished second because somehow Britt Baker has won this. Yep. Braun Breaker mm. only got shout outs from me and you on this. I don't Ron, understand that. Ron result. Baker hasn't been there long enough to be breakout star of the year. He's a uh, uh, spoiler for the next one. He's going to be my one to watch for next one. My ones to watch for next year. <laughs> yeah. He's not yeah. there long enough to be the breakout star. Mm. Mm. only four months on TV, but what a four months. Um, he arguably isn't even the, the breakout star of NXT 2.0. Oh, As we all know, that's a certain alleged Italian mafia character. Who says he's not a breakout? <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, explain the Brit Breaker pick. Um, she has had a breakout year. She became AW Women's Champion, has looked dominant, has been a fan favorite, uh, has been looking extremely good at everything she does. She's earned that Brit Baker money. She has yeah, indeed. This year has been definitely a breakout year for her. Uh, other people I put in, uh, Indy Hartwell, who's also had a breakout year, going from yes. being nothing to start of the year, and now the comedic whole wedding mm-hmm. angle and whatnot has been a breakout year for her, in my opinion. And Bianca Belair I put as well, because she won both the Rumble and main event at WrestleMania this year. Oh, overrated. Doing nothing before that. I knew you were going to argue against this, but I had to put it in. Wow. You, wow. you absolute misogynist, Gordo. It's overrated. Ember Moon is better than her, and I'll fucking fight anyone who says otherwise. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of cheekily put in Darby Allen. I feel like this year was a bigger year for him, having the first match with Punk in his return. Yeah. Don't know if he would classify as breakout star this year because obviously he was quite big the previous year. 
in 2020, so maybe he doesn't qualify from that one. No. The two I do think have had breakout years are Omos, even though I'm not necessarily a fan of his, but can't deny his success and rise to fame this year. And uh, a surprise one, uh, Maki Ito. You <laughs> say <laughs> Just because she's completely different and she took the internet by storm. I'll give her credit for that. You uh, simp. Her uh, punches need a lot of work. Her everything needs a lot of work. You need a lot of work, you piece of shit. Wow. <laughs> Stick her with the Lucha Bros there in a trios match. Steve did not watch it. An island, so I could just not watch it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Might as well go to ones to watch for 2022 from now then. Yeah. 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 Cool. A bit of an overlap here. Bit of an overlap, yeah. Um, so so I, number- I split them up, so I didn't do any overlap on mine. That's where I made the difference in why Braun Breaker didn't make my breakouts there. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm. Uh, number five then was Daniel Garcia. Number four, Carmelo Hayes. Uh, number three, uh, oh, shoes, my eyes went all across there, Tony D'Angelo. Uh, number two, Wardlow. And number one, Braun Breaker. I feel so. really, really bad. I didn't put Tony D'Angelo, but it's not because of him. It's because wow. I'm worried of what they're going to do. I, it's Whoa. the sort of char- it's the sort of character I'm worried they're going to pull the plug on it at any minute. Mm. So I think I've been burned by the likes of Cross and stuff like that to a point where I didn't put Tony D'Angelo because I'm worried they're going to fuck it up. Lads, you've all put the wrong answer. The real answer here and the only answer that we should... Veer. Hook. Send hook. Send Veer. I saw a tweet that told me that Veer needs to be sent. No, Veer needs to come. Oh. <laughs> that's, my, that's my prediction for 2022. <laughs> Veer is coming everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, or another good chat for Jamie Hader. Hmm. The eventual turn of the her eventual turn on Britt Baker, uh, I think, could be beautiful. I originally had thought that Thunder Rosa was going to be the one to take the title off Britt, and I think I still have it down as one of my predictions, possibly. But yeah. uh, hate her, hate her turning on her is also a possibility if they wanted to go a different route, uh, with a bit of a curveball on it. So, are they drinking the haterade? Yep, hey, I have no problem drinking that. And I, I threw in the session Mott Martina. Now that Ring of Honor is no longer a thing, really, uh, I reckon out. this is the year she's going to make a break somewhere. I hope she, like, she, if for no other reason, and we see the amount of people that get featured in these shows, she has to get a dark match this year, mm. if nothing else. Oh, God, keep her away from dark. But just to get the introduction. <laughs> oh, you, know, you, yeah. you can imagine her on a dark match with a live crowd. Oh, fuck People yeah. won't have recognised her, but within five minutes, they'll be in awe with her. Yeah, she's got, she's got the character. She's well able to work. Um, she's looking in possibly the best shape of her fucking career and she's having some of the best matches. The match she had there the, with Osprey and the boys. With Osprey, the six-man tag, six-person tag a couple of weeks back was absolutely fantastic. Uh, and she just knows how to work a crowd. So, yeah, yeah. she's a good shout. Good shout, Boski. She's fun. You know, in, in a world where a lot of wrestlers nowadays are just too serious, it's just fun to have Martina around. Yeah, gets a good fucking buzz about the place every time. So, yeah, good mm-hmm. shout, brother. I'm thinking we leave 2022 predictions for last, obviously, because that's going to take us ages. Because um, mm-hmm. we're going to come up with all sorts of random shit as we talk. Uh, moment of the year, second last. Mm. So, essentially, 
what one do you want to go for next? I can give you a match of the year. Let's do Red, weekly, uh, weekly show of the year. It's just that one thing. Weekly show, get that one out of the way. Yeah. Uh, so number five, Raw. Number four, Rampage. <clears throat> uh, and joint second. No, no, no. No, is that, no sorry. No. There's just no number. Sorry, my, my, my mistake. SmackDown is third, NXT second, and Dynamite first. Nope. Tied first, Dynamite and NXT. Oh, fuck's sake. Why am I so blind today? I'm looking at this through a pop filter here. Oh, give me a second. Uh, uh, sorry. So joint Dynamite and NXT were joint first there as the wieners. And Steve had no AEW shows down. Nope. Wow. You'd rather watch an episode of Raw than Dynamite. I'd rather watch none of them, to be honest, but I, I put in the ones that I watch. Oh. Wow. Uh, Dynamite lost me this year. Lost me bad and I won't be back, I don't think. We'll never know. We'll see what happens. Well, I suppose you are in the NXT demo, so... I am in the NXT demo, (laughs) yeah. I'm the median age for the NXT. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you wind up, merchant. (laughs) Yeah, so NXT was... It needed some sort of a change. We all said it. Not sure if this was the best idea for the change, but overall, I don't think it's been too bad. I think a lot of people are down on it. It's starting to lose me. Is it? Shite. Yeah. Uh, I think well, I think that is going to happen. I think it. Uh, I think it was all kind of fun at the start, all these new characters and stuff. But yeah, let's see. It. Well, let's see where it is this time next year. Will it be yeah. back to black and gold next time next year? I think it might be cancelled. Cancelled, you say? Off TV at least. Well, an actual developmental show again. And then just what? Like just do studio show? Or well, then again, if they're doing just house shows essentially behind closed doors they might as well get let people in and put it on tv it might just be for peacock maybe but it's doing okay numbers not doing anything major i have a feeling it's probably going to do better than anything else that they're going to put in that slot so that's probably it unless, unless you unless you see the viewership like having which if mandy rose keeps wearing some of the fucking outfits she has and the age demo that's watching it with her dicky hearts and stuff it could happen <laughs> <laughs> Mandy Rose is going to kill off some of the audience <laughs> um, yeah uh, Raw once again miserably uncreative show but good wrestling don't even think I put that down on mine did I no you didn't no, no. Yeah, ra- rather than put down Raw for my, for my number 5 I put down <laughs> Impact probably <laughs> actually I need to check did I fucking do the exact same thing last year I have a horrible feeling I did. Um, um, no, I actually put NXT UK last year, and then you put <laughs> NXT UK, I guess. So that's. <laughs> um, um, yeah, my, my number five for worst of the year last year was just Raw, as was Fitz's number three of last year. So okay. <laughs> we, have, we haven't uh, been kind of Raw the last two years. Dynamite, uh, your thoughts? Been good. I've enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, it, it's it's living up to its promise of being a variety show so there's things on every show that you'll really like there's some things on the show that you may not like but ultimately it appeals to everybody because there's a bit of something for everyone whereas with typically Monday Night Raw there's a whole lot of shit and if you like shit you'll like Raw <laughs> fair enough really Lovely stuff. Really yeah I think the way, the way I'd break it down just kind of Really quick, the, the way I'd c- compare the top two that we had there, Dynamite and NXT. I think Dynamite is probably the better show. I find NXT the more easily digestible of the shows. It's just uh, cool. I'm, I sit down, I get me two hours. 
you know, everything is fine. Everything is, I won't say it's by the numbers. Watch. It's just, yeah, it's the easiest watch of the two. A Dynamite, Dynamite has some really bad lows. When Dynamite does something bad, it does it really bad. But overall, the quality on Dynamite is higher. So that's why I look at it. NXT is just, everything tips along nicely. It goes solid. You know, there's never really any bad complaints about it. Like, with the exception of, say, Lash Legend stuff, we don't really have many Ugh. talks of being 24-7 worthy. Whereas we've had a couple of, t- good few things from Dynamite that were said, oh, that's nearly 24-7 worthy. So yeah, NXT, I think, is more consistent start to finish throughout the whole year, but Dynamite has the heights that makes it the better show overall. Fake news. So your face. So your mother's wow. face. Um, now then. Go female wrestler of the year, then. We're getting into the big awards, then. Cool, cool. So we've a tie for fifth. Uh, Tay Conti and Becky Lynch. Neither of whom had a whole lot of TV time for most of the year, but uh, there they are. Uh, Sasha Banks at fourth. Hunter Rosa third. Serena Deeb second. And Britt Baker, inexplicably, first. Who would have wow. thought that the female wrestlers of the year, the top three, are going to be all AEW? Considering That's how much the women's division has been slammed. So bad the WWE women's division has been this year. It's yeah. been real, real bad. And there's uh, actually no NXT people, which obviously NXT has been the, you know, yeah. the breakout women's division for the last few years. They all got released. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, I did put oh. down Big Mama Cool in my uh, shortlist here as well. I thought she's had a very good year. But to be honest with you, Becky Lynch has only been back for, what, four and a half months? Mm. and yeah. she's been more influential in those four and a half months than anybody else in all of WWE throughout the entirety of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. There's a whole lot of and Charlotte this year, you know? Yeah, There's a lot of Charlotte. Too much Charlotte this year. And no yeah. Bailey because she got injured. Bailey was a oh, yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Sasha was gone for a long time as well, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. I could be wrong. I feel like she was. Yeah, Just a break um, after Mania to SummerSlam or Money in the Bank. Yeah. 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 It's not mad after, like, if you think back to Serena Deeb and the Straight Edge Society and all that shtick, and then ever use her the first time around. It's not crazy to think that she's number two in our Wrestler of the Year for 2021, female Wrestler of the Year. Like, you know, it's mad. It's mad how that, that's what, 13 years ago, I think Straight Edge Society was. Yeah. And it's now, yeah. Probably best stuff. technical women's wrestler in the world. So, yeah, good times. Cool. Uh, so Britt Baker ended up winning Female Rest of the Year and Breakout Star of the Year. Mm-hmm. Very so much earning her Britt Baker money. Yeah. Getting all that Britt, Britt Baker money. Mm-hmm. Um, we laughed at her. She's laughing right out back at us now. Uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan, but look at it. it is what it is. Uh, it's okay. I don't. I quite enjoy it. Well, actually, like it, you know, Nick, Nick had mentioned that who would have thought it would have been, you know, AEW women winning this, which I agree with. It's a pretty incredible turnaround. It's about to get a bit more lopsided. If Ember Moon and Tony Storm out there, Tegan Knox, mm. all these people just hanging around, could the, the crazy. Boy and Mercedes Martinez as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah but for you know, man just populated that women's division and saved Kenny Omega's ass. Unbelievable yeah. stuff. What a turnaround. <laughs> Who had that on the bingo sheet from last year? <laughs> yeah, but for every one of them that's out there, they'll still throw fucking Jay Cargill out there to have a 15 minute match. Ooh. Wow, Gordo. Wow. She it's a shame needs, there wasn't a wrestling podcast this week. She needs more work. Fight. She you needs need more, more work. She, 
I clearly do, but you know, <laughs> I'm also not out there on fucking worldwide TV every week doing stuff that I'm clearly not ready to do yet. Yeah, Cora Jade and her Swanton. Santa, Santina Morella will come one back spot. to WWE and turn the tides. She's had one bad spot in all of her matches so far. Every Jade match has at least two or three moments where I'm like, this girl is not ready. I think the fluidity isn't there right now, but she still looks like a star. She does, which and is why I would have her going off and doing stuff that she can get everything else together because otherwise she's going to tarnish herself by having so many bad matches early on. Her matches shouldn't go as long. Um, she should be a bit more dominant, but when she's in a tournament up against other good people, they inevitably do go a little bit long. So yeah, no one will disagree that she needs more work, but uh, I think we, we will honourably disagree on the the status of this week's match. I'll say they took a go go off TV, so he can he get injured. more work in. He was injured, but also they're going to keep him off so we can get more work in, and they have a habit of taking people off TV so they can get more work in. They're not doing it with her. If he didn't get hurt, he would have stayed on TV. I doubt it. 100% not, 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 sure the, not sure the whole year the way they have with her. Male wrestler of the year. We'll move on. Seth uh, Rollins. Seth Rollins. What a, what a year for Seth. I mean, Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins, the oh, uh, yeah. architect. And what's his savior? The Monday Night Messiah. All those things. Um, what's his latest one, actually? He has a new name, doesn't he? Oh, he's officially Seth Freakin' Rollins. He's officially yeah, Seth Freakin' He's officially. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, real. Okay. Freakin' Rollins. IRL, kind of real. Oh, God. Is he, is he listed on the roster page as Seth Freakin' Rollins? I believe so. Is that what so. we're talking about here? My God. Uh, like Happy Corbin and the likes. Uh, so, okay, so. Leave, leave Happy Corbin alone. He has a madcap now. <laughs> fuck's sake uh, tight fifth uh, is Osprey and Sheamus Sheamus had all those banger matches throughout the year um, Eddie Kingston in at number four that's a great shout uh, Finn Balor number three Roman Reigns number two and Britt Baker number <laughs> uh, Brian Danielson number one runaway leader oh yeah definitely deserved this year like considering he was do he like had a big break from mania being the weekend or whatever the week after mania being his last match until he ended up debuting at AEW, he's still destroyed it this year mm-hmm. i mean he main evented wrestlemania this year yeah and then left a different company and then started out having all these banger matches with random people i mean uh, he's hard to argue against on that one yeah uh, no absolutely like he was like i said main event wrestlemania and he featured at the main event slot of AEW's biggest pay-per-view of the year as well. That's pretty uh, impressive. I had an honourable mention for Matt Cardona this year because of all the random cool shit he did out in the Indies. And <laughs> you address him by his full title, you little bollocks. Uh, Deathmatch King, Matt Cardona. There you go. Um, I thought he'd uh, probably the best year of his career despite winning titles at WrestleMania. <laughs> I thought he was wanna, great fun this year. I want to throw something out there. Between the four of us, we have Trent 20 slash 21 names listed here. Not one of them has held the AEW title. Ooh. Yeah, Kenny didn't make mm. any of our brackets. Book, Booker of the nah. year, Tony Khan. Can't book a fucking champ. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't even think of Kenny Omega this year. No. Despite being champion for pretty much the whole year, it's just, yeah. it's just been kind of a holding pattern. It's like he's, the matches he's had are they're grand, they're not blow away. Barred the one with the bar number one wrestler of the year yeah. um, so you know this is kind of just been there 
he'd probably feature in some of the match of the year talk here, possibly. Um, but yeah, any any other names you want to throw out there? I thought Finn Balor was fantastic this year, and then he I, went to the main roster. And yeah, uh, I would have put him a lot higher on my list if he. I would probably would add him as my highest WWE person. He probably would have been my, the would have been my number two for the year if it wasn't for him going back to the main roster. Yeah. Um, he yeah, can be uh, back to the main roster. He had that great match with Roman, which then you know they yeah, main they roster just, the end. Of yeah. <laughs> Everything main roster they do with him just seems to be a case of it's so close, so close, and they just see if you just pull the trigger and they never do. Now and I know obviously they put the title on the time he got hurt, but ever since he's come back, it's always just been. Uh, he's there, thereabouts, and it never quite, never quite fu- comes to comes to fruition for him fully. Um, but yeah, his match quality and his NXT stuff was just phenomenal this year. So lovely stuff. Um, match of the year, then, and then we've got three left after that. So there was a, time wise, we got plenty of time. There was a runaway winner in this one. There was a runaway winner here. Uh, so we had. At number five, Edge and Rollins, Hell in a Cell at Crown Jewel. Uh, shout out to all the Rollins fans listening. We're going to be real happy about Rollins <laughs> appearing on any of these lists. <laughs> uh, number four, we had Suzuki and Brian Danielson. Uh, oh, joint third, in fact, is it? No, do we have a joint, joint second. second. Gotcha, joint gotcha, second. yeah. So that's fourth. A joint second, then, is Danielson Omega at Grand Slam. Uh, with Finn Balor and Pete Dunne at NXT, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. They were tied. And then number one with a bullet, Walter Ilya Dragunov, NXT TakeOver 36. Match best, of the year. Best match of the year. A, a weird after calling Danielson wrestler of the year. And I, I, I considered mm. so many but Danielson matches in my for my top five to have made it in. But yeah, that Walter that Dragunov was just fucking amazing. Oh, so good. What a match. Um... I had Brady and Kingston in here, in fact. That was a really fun match. Hmm. I had, I think, the only women's match that was listed, uh, Rosa versus Brit, their lights out match, which probably started Brit's run. Uh, That was the St. Patrick's Day Slam, was it, they call it? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. That was fantastic. Um, I'm ashamed, I I actually meant to put it in, so I do apologise. Fair play to Corda for putting it in. Would have had it Um, in the Robert Attack match you put down anyway. (laughs) I was debating between a few different ones. The the alleged, uh, not alleged, not our one, but the Dave Meltzer match of the year. He did not. The Young Bucks and Lucha Bros. Well, based on his ratings, it's the highest rating one he's had this year. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. It was a fantastic match. Lies. Like I said, horses for courses, lads. That's what AEW is all about. Oh, good lord. Maybe these horses need to be taken to the glue factory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw in an obligatory New Japan match because it feels weird having these without them. So I also yeah. Have, uh, <laughs> Os- Osprey versus Takagi, uh, Takagi from uh, Shingo from New Japan Wrestling Dontaku. I haven't seen any New Japan since Wrestle Kingdom. Not a minute. Not a minute. I don't think I actually watched Wrestle Kingdom last year. I think I watched it because I had nothing else to do during lockdown. <laughs> and uh, even then I was like, eh, I don't necessarily need to go back to watch this. Yeah. Uh, Fitz, you had Hangman and Brian Danielson from Winter is, in Go- Winter is Coming. Winter is Coming, not yeah. Winter Isn't Coming. Where, where is my brain today? What the fuck is going on? Winter is Veer. Winter is Veer. It's all good. I got the COVID brain. Uh, yeah, it was an hour-long classic. Um, 
it had everything in the match that you could want from a match that goes an hour that doesn't feel like it went an hour. Could completely enjoyed it and the best thing was on Fight TV we didn't have any ad breaks so if you're listening in America oh, yeah. invest in a VPN we got the take hour. out a Fight subscription and get the full thing couldn't full be dealing with that picture in picture even if it is restaurant quality lovely stuff bespoke so that's that GMO dairy free picture in picture so all that's left then uh, is moment of the year we'll do that now actually then there's worst of the year, and then there's going to be 2022 predictions. Uh, Okie dokie. Moment of the year. A pretty obvious winner here. <laughs> uh, so we have a joint fifth with the Shibata return and King Woods. That was good. Uh, fourth, Mac Cardona GCW. The both events, or both appearances. Quite cool. Fans coming back is number third. Number third. There we are, boys. I think I've got <laughs> my brain is my brain is slowly dying. Uh, number yeah, third, third is fans back. Number second <laughs> is uh, the all-out ending, and number the first is CM Punk return. Obviously, yeah. All of us had it number one, and our one it's, and two happened like within a week and a half of each other. Yeah, that's mad. I'll let you uh, talk about that, Fitz. All feels right in the world. I'm actually tolerant of WWE programming right now because I'm still riding the buzz of CM Punk being back in a wrestling product on national TV. I don't care how bad things are, you know. Things are arguably as bad as they've been this year and last year in terms of wrestling quality. But Punk being back has saved it for me. He is saving wrestling single-handedly. Wowzers. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to go with that much of higher power. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I very much enjoyed the fact that he's back and it's, uh, his reunion tour hasn't gotten any stale for me, so I'm still enjoying it. Yep. Uh, Matt Cardona thing where he faked out being Moxley. That was so good. Walk and then hit the fucking DDT and revealed it to be him. Crowd went insane. And then he beat fucking, um, oh my God, go the brain. Oh my God, why can't I think of his name? Gage. Nick Gage. Nick Gage. Good God. What is wrong with me? And Uh, almost got murdered by the crowd. Fun fact, I I got Lisa two Nick Gage t-shirts for Christmas. Oh, nice. (laughs) That's what what she wanted. (laughs) Oh, my my brain is floating away like pieces of a wet cake right now. So that's good. Uh, That was really good. Um, Yeah. That, that was uh, the Big E title win I also had in there was quite good uh, the entire internet loved it that kind of way it was uh, again I, I feel like I'm shitting on this unfairly but something like that should have been bigger and better like the Big E title win and yeah. the King Woods winning King of the Ring both of them were severely underwhelming to me I'm also going to throw in Hangman winning title into that too yeah that should have been better I, I can only assume it was because Kenny was that banged up that he couldn't have had a bigger title match. But if that match was better, it would have capped off arguably the best wrestling feud of the last decade. How far are you? Yeah. Uh, Nick, you with the forbidden door opening there I as well. I did. So specifically when Kenny won the, uh, the, the moment where, you know, mm. 
I'm pretty sure this was this year, wasn't it? The the moment I that was that last year. I'm getting my, my getting my years mixed up. When he said he was going to be uh, explain it on Tuesday night, mm, was that, that was last year's year? coming 2020. Ah, damn. Okay, ignore my point then. Oh, well. But still, in general, like, the Forbidden Door being opened this year and like the different yeah. people, the likes of uh, Minoru Suzuki coming in from New Japan, all majorly popped for that and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, the, the point yeah. still stands. And and as you mentioned as well, it just missed out missed out on this year like by a week. Or a couple of days even, but the mm. the Brody Lee tribute show mm. was this this week last year. Exactly, yeah, we, we didn't get it into last year. We recorded, yeah, we didn't get yeah. it into last year's Golden Gordos because we recorded a week early. Yeah, yeah we were an honourable I mean, I mean Golden Gordo, <laughs> an honourable Golden Gordo uh, for the Brody Lee tribute show. I think it was probably the best wrestling show of the year. Uh, it's the one I enjoyed the most. Enjoyed is probably a weird word to use there, but it was it compelling, yeah. compelling TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the best episode of Dynamite they've ever done. TBH. Mm. Um, cool. So that's moment of the year. Now for the fun stuff. The shitty stuff. The absolute Ooh, worst of the is, worst. This is what people have listened to the last 50 odd <laughs> yeah. minutes for. This is yeah, what you've skipped to. Here we fuck. Now we're going to go by the scoreboard here, but a lot more is going to come out. So at the and moment, tight crown. The 2021 24-7 I-95 West Worst Moment of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. So coming into this, holding the title is, of course, Karrion Cross losing on his debut. That is the current champion coming into the final here. So tied fifth, Bray Wyatt at Mania and Becky hates the fans again. <sighs> Becky, Becky, Becky. Becky, 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 Becky. It's almost as if they had examples of this not working before and they went and did it again. Yeah, but Why are they like time. this? Got a new hat. <laughs> Got a new hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I, I think the funniest thing in all of it was Liv Morgan, who uh, the fans are kind of behind and Becky, who their fans are very much behind, even though she's a heel, <laughs> uh, was a little girl sitting in the front row and the camera caught her going, no, you suck. Becky rules. <laughs> And they had to move the camera away from her. Ah, Kevin like, Dunn. Ah, just miserable. The people want to cheer for Becky. Why do you fight that? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt well, in, in general. What, what's the Bray Wyatt? Just Bray well, Wyatt. Well, look, the Becky, Becky, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, Becky may like hate structure. the fans, but it's, <laughs> it's no box-like structure with Alexa Bliss oozing. Uh, oh, yeah, the black jizz. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Bray Wyatt losing clean to one RKO, yeah. and then that's it. And it's that that's the end of that whole story. Yep, that kicked off WrestleMania night two, and it didn't get any better. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. Yeah. Zombies number four. Zombies. Death. Uh, Death to zombies. Just terrible. Absolutely, well, truly they're, atrocious. They're zombies, but they're already dead. And that's mm-hmm. yeah, but you just got a double tap. I, um, I kind of included the zombies also under general WWE product placement. So, um, yeah. Also, Survivor Series as a whole. I'm going to try there. Pizza. You leave the egg alone. <laughs> the egg. <laughs> Vince McMahon had an egg. You want to kiss his egg? Uh, Can he probably put the egg in this trying time? So, this was to do with a Netflix Dave Batista movie, wasn't it? No, it was The Rock. No, the zombies were. The zombies were. The zombies were. The zombies Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so much so that Batista had to tweet about it and I didn't book that shit yeah. something like that <laughs> I think just like, now they're showing interest in a Batista movie 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd done that fucking six years ago, he might have actually wanted to stick around. Army of the Dead, Antox says. Yeah. Um, so, number three, WWE releases. Some yeah. of them are. I didn't even put the releases down. I actually didn't even think of the releases because I expect that at a company at this stage. Yeah. But it wasn't just releases. To be fair, any company can release staff that they might not be using or want out. It's the inexplicable ones that I put down. Mm -hmm. The likes of the Keith Lees, the Tony Storms, as we've seen this week, even though she asked for her release. There are, we could all look to our. uh, Tegan Knox made no sense yeah we, we could all take out five each and it'd be completely yeah. different of each other and everyone would be wondering why are they gone so there's just far too many to name but you know there's some that you're like okay that makes sense <coughs> Nijax. Uh, but there's other ones where you're like this you should have been able to make so much money with this person you fucked it up so bad imagine if AEW started this October oh my like, there's a whole free a free agency there they could have started an entire promotion with all the people that, then again WWE were still hoarding people at the time but you know mm. anyway. you might never have seen Kip Sabian on TV then Steve how upset oh, would you have been oh god no lucha bros great the world have been. Great, yeah good stuff uh, <laughs> uh, number two good. is the explosions from AEW the uh, end of the revolution match with the the blowing up ring thing that didn't work yeah that was pretty bad um, awful it had a lot of points, 15 points. Uh, but the winner with 19 points, if you've listened to the show at all this year, Killer Cross or Karrion Cross's main roster run. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen someone be such a fucking layup for this company and for them to uh, fuck it up so spectacularly. It's almost impressive. And yeah. almost. even if he wasn't released, this still would have been number one. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the release. Um, I don't know if you heard uh, there was the interview they'd done about him and Scarlett with Renee earlier this week I believe or late last week where they kind of talked a bit about it and about the whole thing of where Scarlett was and why she was not on TV with them. Apparently I could be wrong on this but what she was saying at least was that they were after bringing her up and having her to wrestle a couple of matches because they wanted her to basically be ready to wrestle if she was going to be on TV. Um, she went up, she wrestled a couple of dark matches, everything went fine, everyone seemed really happy with how things were going. And then she was at home one day and she realised that uh, basically one of the girls looked bigger than the other. So uh, she went and got it checked out and it turned out she had one of her implants had ruptured. Ah, one oh. of the old Charlotte job. Yep. Mm. So she was having to get some sort of surgery and stuff, obviously, to correct that. And whatever recovery, she was told, you know, X amount of time, couple of months or whatever, to get everything fixed up and be back to normal. But she was like, okay, look, you know, if that comes to it, I can still, you know, manage and be on the outside. Like, obviously, if for those who saw it in NXT, when she was managing, she wasn't, like, getting physical in matches or anything like that. She was just kind of there as a distraction and kind of, you know, hyping as well. And obviously being part of the overall presentation. So, but apparently their plan was that, no, if she was going to be out there at all, she had to be able to wrestle. So they basically, so they basically debuted him on TV without her because of that. Stupid fucking company. And then put him in a gym suit. Yep. Yep. Do you reckon that's on Vince McMahon's shelf now alongside the egg? (laughs) The helmet. (laughs) 
Oh man, uh, Gordo, you had an interesting one here. A W Wayne, the oh, the Cody yeah. go go Wayne, oh, <laughs> one of the segments of all time. Oh, uh, oh, it was an absolute all timer. I'm surprised. I'm actually amazed nobody else put it down. But to be fair, we had a strong year for shit. Um, yeah, I would suggest for anyone for for anyone who wants to see one of the rare, really big misses of A W. Go watch the Cody Rhodes Anthony Gogo weigh in. It is truly fucking god awful. Uh, I have a controversial miss along that along those same lines. The fucking Space Jam entrance after that class Dark Order entrance. <laughs> oh, and that's yes. where it started to that's where the end was for me. In and around those weeks, that's where I stopped watching. I that was terrible. That. Oh, get in the bin. You get, get in, the in the bin. I live I, in the bin. I'm fine with that. But this is going to have to join me in the bin. I've been over the elite stuff for a while. So that it was didn't the tipping point annoy me as much there. as it did. Yeah. But because I was already over them. But yeah, that was that was bad. Oh, I hated it. I, that brilliant entrance they had. And they left the spotlight for Brody as well. And Hangman was out with the Dark Order. Crowd was going crazy. And then these fucking idiots come out with basketballs. So I was like, oh, you arseholes. I hate you. I'm guessing yeah. that was the point. Yes. But I still oh, yeah. hated it. Hundred percent. Still hated it. Didn't don't understand work. heat, Steve. That's what it is. It's heat. It's the heat. Yeah. After <laughs> doing like realistic Xbox heat. Xbox. Brain. Okay, Xbox I think heat. maybe I have yeah. COVID. My brain isn't working today. That's Even good. if they'd done them the opposite way around, if the elite had come out first, but yeah. then you countered that with the nice quality dark order entrance afterwards, it would have been very different. Uh, would have been, yeah. Yeah, um, it was not good. You just don't uh, like fun. I also put the D Max Caster promo. Oh yeah. Um I just again not a fan of shtick in general. It's very bleh at this point. You know, you've heard you've heard him cut two or three of them, you're just like, Oh cool. What generic topical references are you gonna make this yeah. week? Followed by yo, yo. Listen, um, listen. Yeah, so it's very, very samey. They need to fucking change things up or get them off TV for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, deliverance. <laughs> you fucking God. Um, <laughs> for, can we just put deliverance as photoshops for best of the year? Because uh, are amazing. The best of the year. Or worst of the year, either one. It's, 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 it's I'm happy with either one. It's a bit of both. Uh, I think you'd actually take more fucking pleasure in being in the worst of the year. <laughs> Uh, that's fucking genius dude uh, yeah but yeah the Max Caster promo where he goes on about the Simone Biles mental health and uh, brings up mm. the uh, obviously there was a rape case I believe got mentioned in it as well all in the same fucking promo uh, along with the pops uh, yeah just He's an it's, edgelord but it's, it's an provocative Gordo provocative going. Uh, just provocative and ended up being a cunt uh, get the claws outfits for your one why Keith Bear, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really need to say much on this. Like again, similar to Karrion Cross, Keith Lee was a layup, and they butchered him from the get go. Sure granted, granted, it was more of a a death by a thousand cuts, more so than just you know, here's a gimp suit. Uh, they, <laughs> they 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 fucked Keith Lee so bad after like his. Savagely impressive performance at Survivor Series 2019 and the Rumble 2020, where you know he had that moment wow. with Brock Lesnar. Ooh, big boy! Mm-hmm. You know, how do you have someone that should be such an easy layup for Vince McMahon to flounder so badly? I just don't get it. A big boy, yeah. 
uh, I had Karrion Cross and Keith Lee releases down as mine as one of the things I'd put in. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE coexist slash AW run in booking, both fucking terrible. Uh, Thunderdome Daily's Place era, the bin with it in there with your Space Jam entrance. The bin yeah. for you, sir. To be fair, I, 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 I'm going to be sounding like a shill here. At least Daily's Place. Obviously, Daily's Place and Thunderdome, whether you want to go Thunderdome PC era as, mm. a, as a combo, you know, it was a necessary evil to keep the product on television, so I'll give them a bit of slack for that. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Daily's Place was much more an easy and a digestible product to enjoy than the Thunderdome with the Plus, thousand screens. I mean, you had a sunset flip in front of a sunset. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, they they made it underneath my worst of the year. I didn't have them in the top five, but yeah. just more of a. I'm very glad though those days are gone and yes. that they never come back. Enjoy the Thunderdome. Yeah, uh, I know they'll be going back, and they were at Daily's Place this week uh, with a full Daily's Place. But you know what I mean the the pandemic, yeah. the no fans. So. Yeah. Um, good stuff. A lot of bad shit there. Lovely times. Lovely times. Uh, 2022 predictions. Uh, I'm just going to get this out of the way. Number one, Veer is going to come all over Raw, and he'll be coming hard. <laughs> is it going is to be it? like that episode of Raw where like they, they they drop stuff from the ceiling, you know, blood bat style or something like that? <laughs> Will it just be like a bath of jizz falling on top of someone? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. He's just coming, isn't? He's coming to Raw. He's coming. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, your mind's this in the gutter. This one's on me. Yeah. This one's on you. Yeah, ectoplasm everywhere. Yeah, ectoplasm. Spooky ghosts. Spooky ghosts. <laughs> Go, next um, time we're in Saudi Arabia, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> Before actually we get too deep into these, do you want to take a look at the, our predictions? You know, he gets deep into things year. fear. He gets oh. deep into his booking and his psychology and his matches. Yeah, so that's that's the one predictions. This could be fun. Go on. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who wants to uh, go first? I'll go, I'll go with my first. So I'll go from worth, from fifth to first, most predictable. I said uh, AEW beats Raw in the ratings. I think technically they did beat him in the ratings once. They didn't was beat him in the not overall the viewership. It was just, yeah, it was just the, the demo rating. The demo, I think, barely bet them once. Uh, I, think. I said Becky is back from Mania. Obviously, she was ready to be back, but she wasn't brought in. So she was brought back at SummerSlam. Uh, I said Sting wins TNT title. Hasn't been there yet, but I still think he might. Uh, Rumble and Mania to have crowds. Thankfully, we got some at Mania to save that show. And AEW New Japan crossover. It has happened to a degree, yeah. but I think we're going to see more of it next year. Yep, I'll do mine. So uh, I had Taker wrestles a match, which he didn't, which I'm shocked at. So I didn't get that one. Mm. Ripley wins the Rumble and moves to the main roster. Half right. So close. Uh, AW Tron ratings. I also had. I also had AW New Japan crossover, and I had there is a King of the Ring tournament, which there was. Hey. Uh, do you want me to read out yours, Steve? Are you on the sheet? Oh, yeah, I can't find it. I see 2020 here. Yeah, that's it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm being stupid. Well, I actually yeah. do think I have COVID. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sting versus Derby TNT title. Um, didn't happen. Rumble many have crowds. Yes. Uh, Big E wins money in the bank, which I believe he did. Yeah, he did. Yep. Um, sure. I had Taker wrestles a match. Also, did not happen. Uh, Rock versus Roman at Mania. Didn't happen. Might be happening this year, though. Oh, I'm just looking at one of Gordo's ones. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, number yeah. one. Number one. I thought this was a layup for them, given where the story was going last year. Uh, I had Lana to win the Rumble. 
Wow. I thought it was going well, at there. at the time, they had the Nia yeah. Jax thing, yeah. Yep, I thought it was going there. Um, but remember I said that I, I was going to have, and this goes back to Gordo fantasy booking, because we love my, we know how much I love my fantasy booking. I'm pretty sure this time last year, I was pushing a narrative that we're going to have her win the Rumble despite not hitting a single move on anybody. Mm. <laughs> that the last two people were going to eliminate themselves as she was making her entrance and sliding into the ring, and she was just going to stand there as she slid into the ring, and that was her winning the Rumble. That was a stupid way of doing it, but I fully believe they were going to do it. Uh, that was my number one. My number two was a top star misses Mania due to COVID. I'm not sure if that happened. I can't, I can't remember. Think of any. No, I don't think anyway. someone did. I don't think someone did. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good shout. It was going to happen. Uh, AW New Japan crossover, obviously. Yeah, huh? Uh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cross wins the Raw or SmackDown world title. <laughs> wow. Could oh, not have missed more on that one. Uh, that was shocking. And the one that did happen, Alistair Black released, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, given how WWE treated him, I don't think it's unfortunately anymore. Um, but the only thing unfortunate is how bad they dropped the ball with him as well as. The aforementioned Cross, Keatley, etc. Um, anyone want to do their their twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two predictions then? Uh, I suppose I'll kick it off there. The same as uh, Cody finally turns proper heel on you people. I think he has to go with the you people chant just because it's a it's a wrestling shtick, but I think it actually is very appropriate for this turn. Uh, Danielson in the G1 this year I think possibly if COVID allows I think he will allow it he will go for it joint AEW and New Japan show so an actual co-advertised show between the two brands Braun occur to win the Rumble mm-hmm. and AEW to beat Raw in the viewerships I should say in that yeah. one so total viewerships will be higher for an AEW Dynamite over a Raw I'll go next. So I also have that one as my top one, that AW beat Raw in the viewership. I've got that Braun Brekker will be moved to the main roster and they're going to fuck it up just like they did Karrion Cross. Yeah. Uh, AW Trios titles will be introduced this year. They need that. They fucking uh, need that. Something fierce. Get these eight and ten man tags actually meaning something. Exactly. Uh, Okada will appear in AEW this year. And uh, WWE will be up for sale this year. Officially, hmm, huge, huge. Well, Steve has added a couple more there if he wants to. Oh, no, you can go ahead if you want. I'm still adding, I'm I'm here for I'm adding them as I go, slash, they'll be there for next year. Perfect. Um, as everyone knows, I love going with ridiculous shit when it comes to these. Um, so strap yourselves in, folks. This is gonna be a fucking interesting one. Vince Russo returns to wrestling. Oh, wow, (laughs) oh my god, uh. Do WWE get desperate and think they need ratings and they need to start thinking outside the box? Does Vince call Vince? It's ridiculous. Me. I, uh, Bruce Pritchard is going to be off the road for a while, isn't he? He's had some I health think issues. So, yeah. So I'm like, do they? Do they do one of the most ridiculous things they could ever fucking do? And does Vince Russo end up even temporarily being back in the fold? If you'd said this to me a year or two ago, I would have told myself that I need a wellness policy check. 
<laughs> this year, I don't know. I actually reckon they might get desperate and do it. So that'll be an interesting one. I reckon, yeah, I reckon there's an outside shot of it. Um, I, I said returns to wrestling. I have a feeling it's going to be obviously WWE, but just in general, just we might see Vince Russo show up again. Um, to go to the AEW side, a big name to public request their AEW release. Um, yeah, I think everything's been very rosy there for the most part since the start, but more and more people coming in. You might start seeing a couple of people getting a bit upset, and uh, yeah, I think eventually we might start seeing the, the, the bit of ripples. I'd be interested to see how they react to it. So, yeah, that's one of my shouts. Uh, this is one just something I really want to see Shibata to wrestle Danielson. Mm. You want I, I want to see that happen. Uh, yeah, you, you they are not putting Shibata in the fucking no. G1. <laughs> Danielson that's in the G1. That's the proper match happening. coming up now this week. Like, um, mm. Yeah, I'd love to. Like, I, I'm happy to see Shibata back. I think Danielson to uh, pop up in New Japan could definitely happen. I think it's yeah a really good show. G1, I think, is actually a phenomenal show. But yeah, if they could do something that gets Shibata wrestling Danielson, and then that leads to Danielson in the G1, I think that'd be Chef's kiss. Um, someone else mentioned Bron Breaker could occur to win the Rumble. I've gone the op- I've gone with someone a bit different. Uh, I have said Walter to win the Rumble. Oh, mm. I think if the rumors are there that he is going stateside, obviously he's traveling over for New Year's Evil. If they can get him to come across, he's not someone that you're going to have fucking about. Like, does he need NXT? Probably not. He is made for Raw, I think. Um, someone who's larger than life. Get him out there. He ends up just fucking dominating the Rumble. And then we get Walter Biggie at Mania. And I would probably put the title on him. I think you strapped a rocket to him. And... Yeah, my number one prediction for the year, and again, it's wishful thinking, and it goes back to, as I said, from last year's predictions, where my number one was something that I fantasy booked. Episode 220, we went into great detail about breaking down how I would have Cody dethroning Hangman for the title, and that is what I have down as my number one prediction, where Cody will gain the trust of Hangman. Hangman uh, is a way of tanking Cody, would be basically telling him, look, you know, I appreciate all of your help. I'd like to face you for the title. And that's where we get the Cody heel turn to dethrone Hangman. And that cements Cody as a heel. And it's a kind of clever way of getting around that Cody's never going to challenge for the title because he will have been asked to face the champ. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, my number one is going to be Veer coming all over Raw and then being released. <coughs> that's number one. Uh, Cody winning the AEW world title. Uh, similar vein, he's going to screw Hangman over somehow to get around the rule that he can't challenge for the title. Uh, AW Trios titles, fairly obvious. I think they're actually in the works. Uh, lots of AEW releases slash contracts ending. They need to clear out that roster something fierce. So there's going to be a lot of those. Uh, Walter will make the main roster and then be released. <laughs> and that's my saddest, saddest prediction for 2022. Walter will be released after making the main roster. Wow. Whether he requests it himself or they get rid of him. Call me crazy. You can see it happening, though. 
You're he's crazy. gone from winning a rumble and a world title at Mania to the man is getting Maybe released. Maybe he does both. Maybe he <laughs> wins all those things and still gets released. Wouldn't put it past him. Wouldn't put we're, it past we're, him. we're covering our bases nicely here, boys. I like this. Yeah. We're, we're hedging I, our bets for the year on the Walter sweepstakes. Yeah, that prediction went from uh, Walter Royal Rumble appearance to Walter goes to the main roster to Walter goes to the main roster and, the, and is released. I think that's where I am with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are mine. Those are mine nice. that I'm locking in for the year. All our winners. Nice. Yeah, Lovely stuff. And I won winners for last year. Yay. Hey, yeah, it's done. And that's it done. Another year over. Um, and a new one just begun. Good God. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> you got any old uh, resolutions, lads, now? Uh, stay alive. Nice. Be my one. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. I think might just get better at Rocket League. Anyone who watched me saw how disastrous I was last night. I think I think you're in the Fall Guys mold of trying to stay in goal. I don't think having a goalie works. Not at our skill level anyway. Do the duty, the training for goalkeeper, and I think it can. I think I think if we do it right, we just weren't doing it right. I don't think. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just have to keep my heart taken over for the rest of the year with some lifestyle changes and I should be fine so that's pretty much my only one nice nice so I could be killed at any moment each show could be my last mm. as we know cool that's it anyone else have anything else before we go ah, I just think I'll just go easier on the mothers you know take it handy <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking comment uh... <laughs> Oh God! It's okay, Gordo. Um, I'll never make you call me Daddy. Uh, Only twenty-two uh, predictions. It makes Gordo call him Daddy. Only <laughs> twenty-two predictions. Gordo locked up for murder. Twenty-two <laughs> <laughs> predictions. Yeah. You're with us. Uh, <laughs> it's dead. Reason it's tied up in a court case. We can't talk about it. <laughs> if if I'm not here this time next year, Gordo has killed me. Please avenge me. Avenge me. Uh, avenge me. So obviously, thanks everyone for listening, especially the people listen live and uh, watch us on Twitch. And for another year, it's been fun. We we, we if people aren't there, we stop doing the show. So gravy <laughs> chips are in the enclosed pool area. <laughs> oh. oh. For uh, as, ma- as many fucking memes and quotes and everything as that man deliverance has given us throughout the year, he's ended with a fucking all timer. Kudos to you, sir. Fucking hell. Ah, uh, good stuff. Uh, so yeah, golden gordos for all for uh, keeping keeping with us for another year. Especially we'll keep going. Especially deliverance uh, on Twitch. Yeah, my God, you've been fucking piling the views in for us. So we appreciate it. Um. Yeah, so 2021, we've got some exciting stuff that we're not talking about yet, but that should be coming to fruition in the next few weeks. 2022, yep. Well, I mean, we're all still in 2020, so it depends. Mm -hmm. I just say be fluid with it, you know? Call it whatever year you want. It's still March 2020. All I'm going to say is... We're still stuck in a time lock. All I'm going to say is 2022 may or may not include a stream where there's a hot tub and gravy chips. (laughs) <laughs> that's not the exciting news that's the depressing news but yeah we might have some <laughs> cool shit to talk about very soon um so yeah appreciate it for another year boys and girls yeah. 
XOXO. And those who don't identify as either. Yeah. That was um, the political way to say it. Yeah, it hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> I think it also be good to just give a shout out again to kind of anyone else who's helped us out throughout the year. And it's not just this year, but the last, what, four plus years now. Uh, so obviously, like some Mish over at Wrestling Soup, WrestlingSoup.com. Um, he's absolutely been fantastic to us from pretty much day one. And he's always been great with us. And he's obviously jumped on a couple of times this year and chatted away to us and everything. So I just want to say much love and please, I know a good chunk of the guys already follow them out, but please check out Wrestling Soup and make sure to subscribe to them over on Patreon. And also, one of we, the year saw the debt to one of our favorite running jokes uh, that there was no, you know, if, if you're wanting to acquire a product, but you were living in a specific part of the world and you couldn't, <laughs> we all know that pain. But for this year, if you're wanting to acquire a product from canvastheory.com, using the promo code AWP to get 10% off your entire order, you can actually now get it worldwide. Worldwide. No longer, no longer must Irish and European heads be wondering, I wonder what these products would feel like on my head. Mm-hmm. No more what must you the wonder. They're neither. Oh, that's They're true. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he, is he able to ship there with Brexit? I don't know. Is he, I don't know. Like, do, they count as, do they count as part of the world since Brexit? I, I think they're just their own entity. Um, and I think I've decided to not order anything from the UK again after my last it's, experience with customs. I'm done with them. It's not it's worth it. for the best. It's for the best. Yeah. Unless it's Amazon Prime. Who? How does that? How come Amazon Prime is still okay? Are, are they paying the customs fees or something? Or how does no, that they work? Just, they just build in the customs fees into your okay. Amazon Prime. That makes sense then. But that will soon be gone because they're opening their distribution center in Dublin yep. soon. So everything Ooh. will be customs free. Way. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, just yeah, cheers there. Also, everyone. boo, Canvas Theory. Yay, Canvas Theory. <laughs> That's going to confuse um, you. Yeah, it's going to be a weird one. But yeah, and uh, obviously, shout out to the other places where people can find us. I'd like to iTunes, Google Podcasts. Make sure to go and check out all of our B shows and stuff that we've done over the last couple of weeks and months. Uh, obviously, a lot of the rest of the stuff is now dated, but the B shows are timeless. Make sure to go back mm-hmm. and check stuff out and obviously f- keep an eye out every week where we're dropping new episodes. Uh, also, check us out over on Twitter. It's at the AW Pod, and you'll find a link to Discord. You know, try and get more people in here in with the live chats because that's where a lot of the fun is. Uh, obviously, the likes of Deliverance, Antox Chicken, Jordan, everyone dropping memes in here the whole time. Sorry if I'm forgetting everyone. I'm trying to listen names off the top of my head here, but just Sean, everyone who's come in Rian. throughout the year. Sean, Rean, everyone. Uh, sorry, I'm also trying to order food while I'm thinking of people's names here. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and also over on Twitch, obviously, it's twitch.tv forward slash D-A-W-P. And also, we've called him out a couple of times here, but Deliverance, please go check him out over on Twitch as well. It's twitch.tv forward slash Deliverance 77. Uh, also, want to call out as well, actually. We hit our goal, boys. Oh, yeah, yeah we did. Yay. We had a Twitch goal of the year. It was to hit 100 followers. Uh, earlier on today, we've hit those goals. Yes, sir. It is um, done. So, a huge day for the parish. Oh, no. We oh, are at 100. Please don't unfollow. Oh, oh Deliverance. <laughs> oh, Deliverance could go full Cody on us. Please. Uh, Our children need wine. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, I think, yeah, just muchas gracias, everyone, for everything this year. It's been a good one. And uh, look forward to another year of shithousery and shenanigans in 2022. Let's do yeah. it.
Yeah, we finally, we hit that goal that we set after we reached the monetary goal. So we did uh, get affiliate and got payouts and stuff. So that's good. We're finally making a couple of bucks. Well, you know, we will really the last four years. Or yeah, when the last four years of that is paid back, we'll eventually be in profit. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. Um, also, shout out to Mish, who is under the weather at the moment so hopefully you feel a bit yes, better such, yeah, um, but yeah good stuff boys happy new year happy same year boys happy, happy, same year. happy, happy year happy never happy. ending year 